Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest man, fan, and buddy out there. He used to be the magical pie, now he's just a Bly guy. Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, how are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yeah, mate, oi, little, that is a throwback. A deep That's cut. a random one. Yeah, Magical Pie. Um, for those of you who don't know, back in the day, in with the early episodes of the sessions, when, you know, there wasn't really a plan to do anything that turned into a weekly show. But anyway, <laughs> before that, we would record via Skype, wouldn't we? That's right. And, That's right. Um, my Skype name, Luke Bly, the Magical Pie. <laughs> I remember the first time you had to tell me that you're like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit daft, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Luke Bly, the Magical Pie. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine. like, Matt, it's, it's a little bit gangster. It's <laughs> a little bit gangster. Um, from then on, the yeah. tone was set. Yeah, that's it. How are you, mate? You good? Uh, yes, mate. I had a kip before I came on, so I am full of beans. Uh, first day back in the office today, uh, doing you know other kind of work, not real session yep. work, but first day back in the office, which took its toll. So I had a kip ready for the sessions. Lovely weekend with the young Padawan again this weekend, which is always a joy and a delight. So um, yeah, mate, ready to talk some Star Wars, ready to shoot the galactic breeze. But what about yourself, mate? How's uh, how's things? Yeah, no, it's all right. I mean, it's cold. Yes. Like, yes. I mean, even today, I was like, mate, it feels really cold. It's like (laughs) four degrees today or something crazy, wasn't it? Like Celsius, not Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. No, not Fahrenheit. Uh, That is cold. All you crazy people that use that. Um, I mean, we can talk like British people use a mix, don't we? Of metric and imperial, so we're the we're yeah. the odd ones, really, aren't we? So, but it, it is cold. It's like that meme. You know, you know it's, it's cold. cold when you go outside, and it's cold. <laughs> yep, yeah, it is exactly, exactly, uh-huh. mate. But it's all good because I'm still feeling the warmth. Do you know why I'm feeling the warmth, mate? Do you know why? Go mm. on, son. because it's all the fire. All the pure flames <laughs> coming out of my TV when I replay episodes of Book of Boba Fett. I just oh, sit oh. around my TV, just like, oh, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit naughty. <laughs> a bit, that's a bit dirty, isn't it, son? <laughs> Din, yeah. mate, mate uh, you must have felt a bit fiery then when uh, when you remember that we've got our Book of Boba Fett recap, which drops every Wednesday. It's, it's literally hours after. The main, the actual episode drops on Disney Plus, isn't there, mate? We drop our spoiler-heavy review, and last week's one, yep. people seem to, uh, in terms of the actual episode of Boba Fett, mm, people seem to really react to that episode of Boba Fett. Yeah, they they loved that episode of Boba Fett. <laughs> so if you <laughs> if you if you want to know more, if you want to know our opinions on that, go listen to the recap. But after this episode, stay for this episode because it's going to be good fun. It's going to be good crack, isn't it? So yeah, yes. mate. But we got some we got some busy we got some busy stuff coming up, haven't we, mate? 
Yes, uh, we've got. We are currently sitting on episode 147 of our main shows. Uh, however, that number is in quite close proximity to 150, uh, and we're going to have a wonderful, massive Q and A question and answer session for our 150th episode. So, uh, this is our first prompt to each and every one of you. If you want to send in a question that we will answer on the uh, the massive 150. Please do. You can email us at hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk or you can send it to us at any of our socials, which we'll give at the end. Or you can drop them, just drop them anywhere, you know, stick them in the post, give it to us, send us a voice message, whatever you want. But, you know, keep it as on brand as you can for Star Wars, of course. I don't really, you can ask me what my favourite, you know, item of confectionery is, but keep it as on brand as you can for Star Wars. But um, I really yeah. enjoy doing the Q&As, mate. I've always enjoyed doing them. Yeah, well, last time we did a big Q&A show was episode 50, I think. So, <laughs> wow. L- right. So 100 <laughs> episodes later, we're going to do another one. It's, it's going to be going. crazy. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Matty boy, what else? What other news is uh, going down in the sessions of verse? In the Sessions Verse, Sessions HQ has been bustling this week because we've had a couple of new additions through the front door of our Patreon. Luke, let's give a shout out to them. Right. Massive shout out to our latest patrons, Domo Jomo and Dan Lawrence, who have joined both at the high ground tier. Yeah, couple of sick heads. Thank you so much for the support. And we hope you enjoy all the extra spicy, cheeky content that you got there over at the Patreon. Yes, thank you, Damo. Dan, thank you so much for joining up. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, We hope you enjoy all of the content, past, present and future. This month of January, you've got two jibber-jabbers. You've got a journal of Luke Blywalker. Somehow, Blywalker returned. And you get a yep. podcast as well where we're talking about JJ Coruscant, Hasbro and the uh, the output of figures. Has Disney mm. got Star Wars correct based on an article? It's a really good one. Check it out. Uh, Demo, Dan, you can because you signed up and we love you for it. Yeah, it was a crazy month for Patreon. You know, we, we uploaded some cool stuff. You obviously smashed it out of the park, mate, with two jibbers. I've got my journal out. I was joined by yep. my mate Ricardo Brito. Yes. We, sm- we smashed it out of the park with a it bit of filth. animation, chit-chat, and lo- gaming. We get sidetracked a lot. We talk about Comic-Con and Minecraft. It's all great. <laughs> and the pubcast was sick, like you said. It's all over there on patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Have a little sign up. $2 a month, less than a cup of coffee. Or probably a rubbish cup of coffee if it's only $2. Yeah. So, mate, what are you doing? Sign up. It's filth. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Come on. It's not the artisan coffee that Luke Blywalker and Jabba the Hutt like to indulge in, but it'll do, I no. suppose. So, uh, yeah, busy <laughs> news week in Sessions HQ. Yeah, get those 150 episode questions in. But the news doesn't stop there. The fun doesn't stop there. I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi in the background which can only mean one thing, Master Blywalker. It must mean, my boys, the Galactic News Round. <laughs> Discussing film have revealed that Bryce Dallas Howard will return to direct an episode in The Mandalorian Season 3. Anthony Daniels, the legendary actor behind C-3PO, revealed he would be reprising his iconic role in a new Instagram post which shows him clad in full mocap garb for a new project. 
And Rory Ross, who is appearing in Obi-Wan Kenobi, as well as the Book of Boba Fett, has said that the as-yet-unreleased trailer for the upcoming Kenobi series will blow people's minds. Hi, I'm Ken Absog, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Across the years, across the stars, Star Wars has been known to produce some iconic, classic and legendary video games, usually helmed by the uh, the geezers over at LucasArts. Uh, in recent years, since the Disney takeover of Lucasfilm, the output has been uh, less prolific. However, the quality, depending on your point of view, has been as good, if not better. Maybe not, depending on what side of that fence you sit on. And uh, this week, we've got the news now uh, confirmed officially on StarWars.com that three new titles have been announced, including official confirmation of a Jedi Fallen Order follow-up, a new chapter in the Star Wars Jedi adventure, a new first-person shooter, and a strategy game in development from Respawn entertainment so electronic arts and lucasfilms games have teamed up to put out that statement we're getting more new games in the star wars universe alongside yep. a host that have already been announced so luke we thought we'd have a little chat didn't we about the state of star wars gaming well when you think of particularly uh, you and i as star wars fans may boy and the generation of mm-hmm. star wars fans that we kind of belong to you know catching that star wars fever in the 90s and running with it while the prequels came out and particularly the 2000s that was kind of that was the golden era of star wars gaming because well gaming was kind of coming into the mainstream during that period of time so studios were making these games at one point mate it felt like people were slapping out Star Wars games every week. Um, You're right. It, right? It was, <laughs> and it really was like that. It was like one of those things where you'd go to a shop and be like, all right, Star Wars game. And whether it was like a strategy game or... I remember, and I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this in previous shows, particularly our older ones, but I remember distinctly going to Sainsbury's, uh, which is a supermarket over here in the UK, mm-hmm. Um in Basildon and my mum uh, it was was doing a shop and I was only uh, a little and I must have been in like year five so primary school and I remember like just seeing the original Star Wars Battlefront on the shelf and thinking what is this hello <laughs> what <laughs> hello hello what on earth is this um and yeah i i i remember going to my mum and, and and thinking oh man i don't think i'll be able to get this because you know we weren't like poor poor but we weren't super wealthy either as a family so i wouldn't always get like video games when i wanted to. a lot of the time i have to wait for stuff and i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get away with this so i went to my I was like, oh mum can i get this mum was like yeah put it in the trolley result. I, I remember man i remember that week being like one of the best weeks of my like childhood which is really random hey but it was a week where every single day something like really good happened it, mm-hmm. it was like really weird and i remember it, it was like end of term um like swimming day and so like there were there was just loads of weird things that happened and that star wars battlefront one was part of that so beyond that i mean there's so many memories of the phantom menace game did you play the phantom menace game i did play the phantom menace game mate yep on on ps1 
Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, mate, that game. Oh, my word. Such good memories. And I, I think I was watching only the other day on YouTube someone play through that campaign. And I was like, mate, the nostalgia, the nostalgia for that is has just been incredible. Personally, I associate that with that time, that era of Star Wars gaming. Uh, and I'd probably go as far to say that that, that era probably ended at the ra- uh, maybe the Force Unleashed, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe Force Unleashed 2. And then since then, we've had these new games, you know, Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Squadrons. This, like, kind of first first chapter of Disney Star Wars games. First wave, yeah. First wave. First wave is a much better way to, mm-hmm. to put it, yeah. And I don't have a strong bond with some of these games, mate. I mean, how often have just even you and I just sat down and played Star Wars Battlefront together, Star Wars Battlefront 2? Oh, mate. It's great, it's right? This week, I was thinking about it this week, uh, firing up Battlefront 2 anyway, and I'm thinking... Yeah, I, I need to. I, I need, and I was as well. I, I didn't because I got way late. But I was like, I might just text Rain and say, "Look, should we just go on Battlefront for half an hour and just just team up and just, and you know just just shoot some fools down?" Because I I miss playing Battlefront too. This is the 2017 version, of course, we're talking about here. But um, mm. yeah, I mean, this first wave of because a lot of people have said it recently that you know with the, the output has been minimal and it has done. But when you throw in, obviously, you have got mobile games for those who are interested. You got Uprising and Galaxy of Heroes. You've got the Lego, the Lego, the Force Awakens came out, uh, and then yep. in terms of VR, you've got Vader Immortal, which was fairly big at the time, and Tales from the Galaxy's Edge last year. So there's been a, a, a steady stream, and when you consider like, how big a game, certainly Fallen Order is, uh, Battlefront, uh, they're not small games, and, and, and they're not just ones you can, you know, you can reskin from something else, maybe Battlefront Two, but um, and just smash that out quickly. Yep. Th- yeah. these are big games and they take a few years in between whereas like you were saying kind of the halcyon days of of star wars games i'm just looking at the some of the list of like f- between 2000 2005 six there were so many coming out and not mm. to say that they're all bad not to say that they're all good but there was just so many so i guess it also you know there, there's that uh, uh, argument of is quantity you know is it better than quality in this in this instance were we happier getting more games like we're talking about with the streaming series, like you said, the buffet, the tapas, we're getting all these streaming series. You know, you know, it's not going to be for everyone, but there's going to be some you like. You now, was mm. it was it more comfortable having so many games and the knowledge that some will fit, or are we more comfortable now getting a tentpole release, but with the potential that you know, oh man, what, what like squadrons? For us, it was fairly, you know, it's perfectly serviceable. It's fine. I've deleted it off my PlayStation, but I was listening to somebody the other day and they 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 were absolutely raving about it. they love it and that's the beauty of it but you know in yeah. between fallen order and whatever the next game coming out is you know squadrons was was the meat in the sandwich and it didn't quite work for me so it's kind of got me itching for an for another game but you're right though mate you know the uh, like we said up top the history of star wars gaming and it goes way back as well this goes way back to like the way back to the 80s You've got like the Atari games, like Jedi Arena in 1983, things like that. You've got and the, the Spectrum games, the MSX games. It's not a new thing. Star Wars and video games have gone hand in hand, not quite as synonymous as Star Wars and action figures, 
but not far off. I mean, you just think of some of the some of the classic games of old. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the Old Republic, KOTOR, the X-Wing games, TIE X-Wing, TIE Fighter, the prequel tie-ins, uh, the Force well, Unleashed as well. It's the perfect kind of universe and sand pit mm-hmm. for video games, isn't it? When you think about it, it has combat, it has story, it has swords, lightsabers, <laughs> it has strategy, it has it, it's it is a great foundation for for video games, and I think yep. that's probably where some frustration comes from because I do get it in in this recent era. Um, where we've come, we've, and I'd say we've probably come out of, you know, that, that squadrons kind of finished. We're now looking toward a new era of Star Wars gaming. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I'm hoping that we're going to get a few more options too, because I think to get two battlefronts and really only one game that has a really focused story and campaign mm-hmm. in jedi fallen order may boy i don't think that's good enough i really don't think that's good enough and i think that that's probably why lucasfilm um what what's the word not reintroduced but well yeah maybe revitalized revitalized lucasfilm games Mm -hmm. because ea just had resurrected exclusive yeah resurrect somehow lucasfilm games has returned Uh, (laughs) like it used to be called LucasArts, didn't it? I think something like that. Who cares? Like you know what I mean. The gaming di- division of Lucasfilm. It's it's important that we have that back. And now all of a sudden we've got a pipeline of Star Wars games coming, yeah. and I'm happy for it. And I hope we get some diversity in it. I don't think it's going to be for everyone. Not every game is going to be for everyone, but that's not a bad thing. Not everyone is going to be hyped for a Star Wars strategy game strategy games are not huge in the grand scheme of things however for for well i and i'm not i'm not including things like dota and league of legends in that but Mm -hmm. you know uh more traditional uh, hey actually now now i've said it it might even be like that so anyway i suppose should we get to the announcements that ea have said should we get to that and then we can continue this kind of like little rant i've got going on yeah, We've I think so, because I was just listening to what you were saying, and in my head, I was formulating answers to everything, and I was like, this is this is the beauty of the discussion. Is like, I, I hear what you're saying about the output not being great, but as a casual gamer, i.e. me, I'm quite happy with it, because what we've got is fine, is good, sorry. I mean, I've enjoyed the games we've had so far, and Squadrons, um, which I've, I enjoyed whilst I played it. Let, let's not knock yeah. Squadrons, but I don't mind it. However... Like you said, we're now entering this new phase, mate, where we, 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 the, the the floodgates have been opened, whereas this, this announcement we're going to talk about focuses on EA, Lucasfilm Games, and Respawn's partnership. You know, in the pipeline, we've got the, the doors of floodgates have been opened for plenty of other studios as well, mate. So as for this announcement, mate, uh, Max, hit it. You are Max, hit it. What have you got to say? Sorry, I didn't know what that was. I was like, I was trying uh, to think. What did, what did Garza Fuck okay. say? Was it hit it, Max? Hit it, Max? What is he said? Something like that. 
<laughs> yeah, hit it, Max. Something like that. I don't know. I was Get like, I, I was like, are we playing an audio or like, what's going on here? As soon as I um, said it, I was like, oh, God, that's a setup and there isn't one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Well, okay. So we got the Fallen Order sequel, uh, yes. a new first person shooter, and a strategy game, which is what I just mentioned. Um, I'm excited for all of those, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Fallen Order sequel, excellent. It's going to be Jedi. Something, 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 um, something. <laughs> and, and that's that's in that's really interesting because well, Calcastus is got to die. So big boy Kestis, uh, who again, a lot of people want to see you cosplay as. Um, well, the, the, yeah. there's been I've had to um, I've had to tap up a few people to confirm because I'm thinking, oh no, um, p- please follow the Mantis Gang because I love the Mantis Gang. I wanted to make sure that they are by by the sounds of it. Yes, we are still going to be following those guys with new additions, of course, because the state, the, the announcement called it a new chapter in the star Wars Jedi adventure. And which to me smacks of we're carrying on from the, where the last game ended off. Um, uh, and recently this week I dropped a Jedi fallen order article at star Wars sessions.co.uk where I went into what I would like to see or what I think might happen in the sequel and just, you know, how good of a game Fallen Order is, you know, we're getting, we're talking spiritual, physical, you know, uh, mystical elements here. It's great stuff, which mm. is what I thought Fallen Order was. So of course my mind immediately, my eyes went to that. We knew it was coming. It's, it's one of the worst kept secrets in gaming. It's been in development for, well, for a few years now. It's again. It's not just a case mm. of reskinning the old game. You know, they've rebuilt. They're they're building it again. They did the they did the remaster, obviously for the PS5, which is now going to um, help the uh, the new game speed that up a little bit because they've now got that model to build off. But my eye went to that immediately because I think Fallen Order is fantastic. I love the characters, love the game, but it was great to get confirmation of it, mate. But like you said, we're going to get a first-person shooter, which we've had in Star Wars before, and we're going to get a new strategy game, which, of course, we've had in Star Wars before. Um, the strategy game caught my eye as well because you know back in the day, you'd have Command and Conquer, Age of Empires, um, the Battle oh, for yes. Middle-earth, Lord of the Rings. Let's talk some Tolkien, oh. bro. Talking Tolkien. I loved, um, I loved, I yeah. loved Battle for Middle-earth. Yeah, you yes, go. That that's was a, it's a strategy game. And back then... You know, there, there was Wonga there. There was Dosh there. I think I think I, my knowledge is that strategy games have kind of fallen off the wagon somewhat in the last few years. So my eye was caught to this because um, I wouldn't. I'm not quite willing to say you are a bold one to Lucasfilm Games, but you know, for a subgenre which isn't exactly booming, it's an interesting choice for them to go for. And I know we've had Empire at War previously in Galactic Galactic Battlegrounds, so we've had strategy games in star wars you know straight up um strategy or real-time strategy so that caught my eye as well what's you know you've mentioned battle for middle earth i mean if are you a strategy pl- game player are you excited yes. for this yes i yes i <laughs> i was like raised on strategy games man on the pc i, I played command and conquer my favorite command and conquer being generals i love command and conquer rise of nations age of empire uh, i played the total yep. war game so medieval total war in fact mate while i was in hospital i started a new campaign of uh, medieval total war one yes which is from brand (laughs) which i'm pretty sure is from 2001 something around that and back uh, in the day 
yeah, I, I sunk some hours into that because I was in hospital for a wee while. So I was like, yep, yeah, all over that, mate. Um, yeah, I love, I love strategy games and I'd be excited for a new one. And I do think there's certainly space, there's room for a new strategy game, particularly a Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, let's not get it twisted. There are strategy games coming out. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not like you said they're not as mainstream not as popular as they used to be but they have a loyal following so if star wars can tap into that that's great um what i was going to say earlier before we kind of did that beautiful segue into the ea announcement is that there's kind of been a, a a progression of strategy games where some of the most played and viewed and uh, communal video games on the planet are video games like Dota, like mm-hmm. League of Legends, and they are strategy games. Yes. You know, they're, they're not necessarily what I'd consider quote-unquote traditional strategy games, like where you're building a civilization or an army, way more character-based. Um, it could be like that. Now, that could be really interesting, where let's say you have a team of five Star Wars characters and you're moving them around an arena, a competitive-style strategy play. That could be dope. It could really be bad as well, um, <laughs> but it, it could really, really work. I think, like you said, there is – I think this is almost like the most spicy announcement, where you're like, oh, that's a bit different. That's a bit left field. And sometimes we need a bit more of that in Star Wars. So that's great to see. The first yeah. person shooter, interested in it, in it, in it. Cause they yes. didn't say, they said a new FPS, not Star Wars Battlefront three, which yeah. is like, well, what's going on here? Are we talking like a clone commando situation? What, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Well, I think, I don't think it's Battlefront three. I think, having respawn on that i think would i mean yeah i mean respawn they used i think they used unreal engine for jedi fallen order ea have already got uh, frostbite in-house and dice um so you'd think they just use that again so i think that almost in my head i might be getting this drastically wrong but in my head that almost puts pay to battlefront three and i think they would yeah, have announced i think that. they announced it recently that they haven't got like the room or something or there's no there's no plans in place for them to 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 make a battlefront three well, and there, also there dice go. dice ea have been they're going through a rocky uh patch at the moment because i don't think the reception to the new um What's it called? The new Battlefield game has been Battlefield. great. Right, yeah, okay. 2042 um, or whatever it's called. Yeah, something well, I like think that. I don't play it, it but... No, yeah. I haven't played it, but I think if it was Battlefront 3, if it was, let's just say, in a, in a, in a, in a galaxy where it was, they're announcing it. You know, they've happily right. come out and said, yeah, we're continuing the, full, the Star Wars Jedi um, adventures. We're, we're giving a new chapter. I think they just say it's Battlefront 3. However, they haven't said that, yeah. so I'm very inclined to think it's not. And yeah, a lot of people have said, is it Republic Commando? Or are they going to finally release the Imperial Commandos sequel, which never saw the light of day? And we've seen first person shooters in Star Wars, of course, Battlefront 1 and 2 being, you know, in a mixed way, being a first person shooter. Um, but then you've got the Dark Forces, the Jedi Knight series way back when as well. So there's plenty of examples in Star Wars of first-person shooters. Um, yeah. Would I like another Battlefront? Well, of course I would, because there's something comforting about the Battlefront games. It, you, it's a com- it's a familiar galaxy. You can come on, you can dip in, you can shoot some fools, in my case, get massacred, 
and then you can just turn it off and that's it you know you get some skill points and you're off you know it's it's that kind of fun being able to dive in and out so i mean are we it's i i have to, i need to read the article i'll get it out now if it is if it's a story based fps that would be interesting or is it going to be a drop in drop out first person shooter but you know hopefully the idea both. of another republic hopefully commando both. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully because I want something with a bit of meat on it, a bit of something a bit more substantial. Like Battlefront 2 promised that with their campaign. I liked the story of the campaign. I think, you know, from the canon geek I am, I was like, this is this is great. But, you know, it was a bit like Squadrons of the big old tutorial, really. Um, but yeah, Republic Commando, something along that vein, I think this is perfect to, to in- get us back into that era or to play into the clones or if they want to give us the Imperial side of it. Hey, look, I'm happy for that. We're getting, we've got our Jedi focus game in fallen order and re- watching the, the making of that game. They've come at respawn immediately said, you know, Lucasfilm treat the Jedi as sacred. You know, they had to fight tooth and nail to have a Jedi in that game. So I can yeah. imagine that the FPS will be focused more on a military um, faction. And I'm here for that, mate. Cause like you said, up top, diversity is what i want we're getting all these games i want to see some diversity in the game now i want to i want to see hey maybe we'll get a dip in and out game great let's see if we get that story-based fps that will be brilliant as well a strategy game maybe i won't jump at the chance to play it but i will do maybe i'll love it i just want diversity and it's an fps now we've had battlefront we've had two of them in the last well we had two in three years i want to see something a little bit different from this first person shooter mate Listen, maybe I'm being basic, but I just really, really want to see a, a battle royale Star Wars game. Mm. I really do, and I, be if if there were a Battlefront three, I think that you'd need to include it. I re- I really do, and I know there's going to be probably a great deal of people that disagree with me, but I think it's kind of just the new standards, new format of the kind of combat games. I, and that's 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 like this generation's norm, and I think to just not have that is such a wasted opportunity. Just imagine a hundred players on a on a map, or, or whatever number, and you're just you're just people aliens, and you get to customize your own thing, and you're all bounty hunters. You can squad up, and I think that's where it is. That's where it is, and uh, yeah, I I would love to see something like that. There's a lot of potential here, Matty Boy. There's a lot of potential. So when they announced it, you know, I'm I'm optimistic, and I'm looking forward to it. It is EA publishing it, though, and they have a mixed history. But, mate, I'm glad Respawn are there. I'm really glad Respawn are there because uh, they've got a good history. And I think they could deliver something pretty special. So I'm I'm really hoping, Matty Boy, the Force hopefully will be, will will be with us. I think the Force is going to be strong. Um, Peter Hirschman is the head of the first person shooter. I believe he worked on the Royal Republic Commando games, mate. He said it's a dream come true because this is a story. Quote: I have always wanted to tell. He was the executive Ooh. producer on the original Battlefront game. That's right. So hang on, what's this for? This the- is for the first person shooter, mate. So this Ooh, is the okay. Peter Hirschman, who's the di- who's the game director, as um, Stig Asmussen is directing Star Wars Jets Jedi. Uh, Peter Hirschman is directing the Star Wars first person shooter. He's been around the block with Lucasfilm and Lucas Arts for a long time. He's mm-hmm. always wanted to tell 
this story, my friend. So um, Ooh, you might that's be right. Juicy. That's juicy. Well, hopefully we get that story because I'm, I'm, I'm all for storytelling in video games. I'm all for it. Anakin, come closer. I have good news. That's good news. So we're going to take a quick break here to thank our sponsor for this episode, smugglerscrate.com. Smugglers Crate is the ultimate Star Wars mystery box. They're different to other crate providers because it's for Star Wars fans and by Star Wars fans. And that right, May boy. That is right, my man. I recently got a Smuggler's Crate box as a gift for my family, and I was genuinely blown away by the quality. I genuinely love this, and I'm not just saying that, mate. Okay, so tell me more about it, mate. Tell the world about it. What was so spicy about this Smuggler's Crate? I'll tell you, and I'll tell the world all about the spice. My crate had a selection of Black Series and Lego items, exclusive artwork, stationary sets, and loads more officially licensed products. But that's not all that Smuggler's Crate do. No, no. They offer a one-off crate, a monthly crate subscription, three months prepay, and a one-off gift box. The best part of all of this is they ship worldwide. That's always been a pet peeve of mine, mm-hmm. is going to see a crate provider and they don't ship to, like, the UK or something. So that's a huge win. So every Smuggler's Crate comes with five to seven exclusive Star Wars items. There is no commitment. You can cancel any time. The value in each box is over £30 or 40 US dollars. The first box ships in only two to four days. And the great news is that you two can get your hands on a smuggler's crate with this exclusive discount code. Only available to Star Wars Sessions listeners. Use the discount code Star Wars Sessions, no spaces, for 20% off. 20% off. Only using the discount code Star Wars Sessions, no spaces. It's absolutely worth it, and it's that easy. So go to smugglerscrate.com, and now, back to the show. The announcement came at a good time, because we've had uh, other announcements, we've had other leaks, we've had other drops, we've had other scoops coming in from the world of Star Wars about plenty of other games. Some we know about, some uh, that we're very excited for, some which may or may, may not even be made, mate, but we've got... So we've mentioned Fallen Order, the first-person shooter and a strategy game. We know that we've got Star Wars Hunters coming, which is a mobile game. We've got, mm-hmm. of course, the Knights of the Old Republic remake coming. We've got the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And Star Wars Eclipse is uh, due to be released at some point in the next few years as well. So you're talking diversity, mate. Just within those four names, we've already got four potentially wildly different uh, offerings. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hunters, let's see. Isn't that going to come out soon? I think Stars it's Hunters? Come in the next few months. Is it really? Because we've Probably. seen stuff about that for, <laughs> it feels like a while. Uh, again, I think uh, we talked about this on a pubcast, didn't we? Hunters? We, we mentioned it on the 2022 in Star Wars episode when we were looking forward to oh. what's coming out. We were both, you know, uh, excuse the pun, but lukewarm on it. Not oh. dislike the idea of it, but um, it's not one which we're, we, I've never really jumped to any mobile game, whether it's Star Wars mm. or not. So, if, if this gets good buzz, I'll, I'll jump in. 
Yeah, I, I I think I will. I think the day it comes out, I'll probably give it a cheeky download yeah. just to see what the crack is about. Um, I'm hoping it's okay. I'm always a bit skeptical about playing video games on a phone, though. Like, I don't have any games on my phone. So I don't have one <laughs> because for me. I don't feel like a phone is for video games. Not to sound like a grumpy old person, yeah, but like <laughs> I just don't think it's for that because I want to conserve my battery and my attention for actually using the phone for 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 proper use. And I use my phone if if I want it for leisure, I will watch YouTube or I'll download something. I, I've dude, do you remember like months ago? For whatever reason, I couldn't sleep. I wasn't well and I couldn't sleep one night. Uh, I recall. I, you recall, right? I, I actually I, I laid on my side and I um, positioned my phone on my bedside yeah. table again against facing me, and I put my little wireless headphone in and I watched uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, mate. But that's and then I I of course listen to a lot of podcasts. So of course, yeah, phones. I don't know what it is. I, I can't picture myself just sitting on my bed or on my sofa going, "Oh, do you know what? Let me just grab the phone out and play some Star Wars Hunters." I just don't. Yeah. Well, it's it's also coming out on Nintendo Switch, Switch which we did mention yeah. on the the uh, previous episode. Which if I I haven't got a Switch, um, but if I had one, I would be I would be inclined to play it on the Switch because I don't know it just feels more natural. And I, I'm assuming yeah. potentially like the gameplay and the controls would be easier on an actual console. So yeah. you know if if I happen to come across a Switch or I know people who have them, I might say, look, I'll give you a I'll slip you a pony, download this game, and I'll play on it. <laughs> um, so I, I'll play it, but like you, I yeah, my phone I just don't my phone screen is standard size, but it doesn't look and it doesn't feel right. I know you can play it on tablets and other mobile devices, but. Mm. But you know, look, this could be a lot of fun. This could be yeah, a competitive arena combat game. It's multiplayer, so there could be a chance of you know, if I'm in the right ballpark, you know, you could we can jump on, or other people can jump on together and have a little play. So there's that option. So it's kind of like Battlefront Light, whilst we wait for the next FPS, possibly. But you know, that that's coming out. It's one True. that I would probably put towards the bottom of the list. And you guys know us; we're not malicious, but given the state of some of the games coming out. I, you know, I, I would much rather leap to some of the other ones, but the other one that we mentioned on the 2022 as well was, um, the Lego, the Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. And mm. when that came, when we spoke about it, we hadn't really, there was more kind of concern about when it was actually coming out. It's been pushed back. It's been pushed back. There was, uh, details were known about it, but now we've had a, a six minute gameplay trailer come out, which, which spills all the beans on, on the game and the gameplay and what you can do. Uh, yes. Did you watch it? And has it at all, you know, got you ex- any more excited or any less? Do you, right. So I, 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 I chatted to um, Rick Ricardo, yes. <laughs> my boy about this Ricky on boy. the journal, on the journal this month, because um, Rick and his brother, Leo, they grew up with loads of like the, the, the Lego Star Wars games. Yeah. Like for them, that's a huge reason why they're Star Wars fans today. And I love talking to people like that because I wasn't part of that generation. I do not have that affinity to Lego Star Wars. And I picked up the Force Awakens uh, Lego Star Wars game in 2015, 2016, whenever that came out. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. okay. There's not a lot wrong with it, but also there's not much that, 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 that 
drew me in. Uh, I started the game and I never completed it. I don't, I don't know why. Classic it just it never, it never, well, it, well, I do complete a lot of games. <laughs> I do, I get obsessed. I do, I do get obsessed with like games that I love. Yeah, of course. But if yeah. I, if I'm bored of them or if I just think, ah, there's just something they're missing, I'm not interested. Do you know? I'm just not, I'm, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to waste my time. That's I'd rather do something else. Uh, uh, a la squadrons. Squadrons, <laughs> I, I've played that, I can count on one hand. We had a good live stream of it. That was fun. Yeah, what that was fun. I think that, that was, was some of the filth. most fun I had on that. But even that, I, I was killed a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we were. But again, there's nothing like if if the community was stronger, maybe if if like you or your brother or whoever was like, oh mate, you up for some squadrons later? I'd probably be like, yeah, go on and I'll give it, I'll give it a go just for the crack yeah, or something. It's definitely but, a communal game. Yeah, and I think it has actually got quite a strong little community around. Yeah, it has. It. No, it has. But but with the Lego games, it has a huge following. A huge mm-hmm. following. I have to admit, I saw this trailer, mate, boy. Yeah. I thought it looked excellent. Oh, and I'm not, look at that. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to go get it a day one release. I'm not sure yet. Right, okay. Uh, let's see. I might get caught up in the hype. It does look very good. Like I can see, looking at it now, I totally understand why it's taken so long to make. Like, I totally it's, get it. It's huge. It's a big game. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> you, you've seen it then, right? Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 huge. Are, are you going to buy it day one, Matty Boy? Is that what you're telling me no, right now, mate? No, no. No. Um, no. 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 I, it's funny because I like... I'm, I'm actually uh, aligned with yourself very much on this. Uh, the Lego games are good fun, but they don't they don't hook me. I think that's what it is. I enjoy them, but they don't hook me and i know they're not meant to be they're not serious games they're not meant to be these you know um emotional experiences that there may be to some uh, but mm-hmm. i really enjoy the lego film the lego batman films are hilarious and then going and then even the lego movie and then of course the lego holiday special was a lot of fun so i really like the lego brand in terms of their uh, series and films and their kind of brand of humor and that really really works for me but yes. um, yeah, but I watched the watched the trailer, and I, you know, I was sold on it because it looks great. I mean, there's like six, eight, six hundred characters, eight hundred characters, so many characters. Every character you can imagine at some point is in this game. I don't know if they're playable, but they're in the game. And it is, you know, you're you're recreating the Skywalker saga. Just this, this is just in the form of Lego. So what you know, it's 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 already cool, and the English race is in it. So I'm I'm there. But um, I think I'm, I would probably side with you on this that if it gets like outrageous reviews and everyone is saying look this really is a lot of fun you know leave your pretense or leave anything at the door and just have fun and you'll have a blast and do you know what yeah I, I probably would get it fairly soon day one i'm not entirely sure there's not an awful lot i get day one because i think i'm just getting bitter and grumpy in my old age but um i i, I can see myself getting it if it gets really good reviews i'll, I'll probably get the older uh, i'll probably rent it or if it happens to go down in price within a month a couple of months i'll probably to pick it up then but i've got nothing against the lego games and i wouldn't want anyone to think i did because i know that they've got a huge following but it's it's funny because i've been speaking to um mm, a couple mm-hmm. of people like i'll be speaking to my boy burke um, uncle bone and a few other people um about lego in general that you know i've never really got into lego in general even as a kid you know i've i love seeing other people's lego 
um, figures, and I like going to the Lego shop and seeing how amazing these things look. But I, yeah, I yeah. think, oh man, I can't drop four hundred quid on on that. I can't do it, or even even a hundred quid in a set. And it's not because I don't like the look of them, but it's just I've just never been drawn to Lego. So I think I'm also coming at it with that yeah. uh, bias. Is that the word? But I, yeah, I, sure. The trailer looked background. great though, mate, and I would love to play it though because I do think it looks like a little bit of bonkers fun. It, it looks it looks like good fun. Let's see, and also let's see what the price point is. You know? Yeah, I don't want to be tight and stereotypical here, but like <laughs> I, I want to wait and see what that price is before departing with my monies. You know, and yeah, let's see, let's see. It looks great though, and I lo- there's a, a lot of love went into this game. Clearly, oh, it looks sure. like that. It comes across in the trailer. I'm I'm really happy that they went with a gameplay trailer too. Showed us yeah. what, how it will play, what it will look like in the video game. And it's not until you go and look back at the old Lego Star Wars games for the PlayStation Three and that sort of era that you go, oh wow, d- d- these games oh, wow. have improved. At a- Oh wow, these games have improved a ton. <laughs> you know, they look a lot better. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Looking forward to it. But that's not the only uh Star Wars trailer that we've had recently that kind of broke the internet, is it now, Matty Boy? No, there was there's been there's been a few, but there's been one which people have been ex- wanting, they've been lusting for, they've been crying, begging for for years and years and that trailer made it sounded a little something like this peace is a lie that is what the sith believe they promise power Now they wield it. We face the greatest Sith in generations. They must be stopped. nice knights of the old republic remake coming from aspire mate the internet went mad for this what did you think when you saw this only a minute long but it it caused ripples yeah there's it it was impactful because a lot of people have wanted this Mm -hmm. it's been rumored for a long time our boy bespin's been reporting on it a lot of people have been reporting on it um dude What I will say is it's annoying when you get an Xbox (laughs) and only like a week later, this bad boy's announced and it's like, oh yeah, PlayStation exclusive. What are you talking about? Well, it's at launch exclusive PS5 exclusive at launch. It will also be available on PC um, at launch. That's what uh, we're hearing anyway. Um, I don't think it'll be long before it comes out in the box, but nevertheless, it, it looks, it looks great. It looks, it looks amazing. And this is one of the most beloved Star Wars things, let alone game. I was going to say games, but it was one of the most beloved Star Wars projects ever 
Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I have played. I've not not completed mostly because <laughs> of time restraints. And this is a big game. It's a big it boy. A big, and um, yeah, it wasn't long after I got that I I got an original Xbox and started playing this bad boy again that uh, something else in my life came up and yeah, I didn't have as much time to to play it. But um, yes, so I've played some Kotor. It is a turn, it kind of like a turn-based combat system, which a lot yes, of people yeah. were worried about. Again, it's akin to your Final Fantasy sort of video games and whatnot, a lot of Japanese uh, RPGs. Um, but I, I, I believe they've said that this is going to be different. It's going to be a free-flowing combat game. I think so. They, um, they said they're going to change the combat. I think I've heard they're going to tweak it somehow, yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool. That's really cool. So... Um, yeah, I, I think this could be fire. This could be really special. However, I will say this, this probably has the biggest chance of disappointing a lot of people. I do think that I really think that I think a lot of people are like, yeah, it's not the original though. I've seen it all, but I've seen it before, man. People said the same thing about the Battlefront. I think on paper, you can look at the Battlefronts and say in a lot of ways, the new ones are better than the originals. And I loved and adored the original games, my boy. Adored them, mm-hmm. had them yeah. both. And I loved them, played them so often with friends and whatnot. But it's a different era, completely different era. I think people look at things through rose-tinted glasses. I really do. I really do. Um, I don't know, man. I've got a bad feeling about this. I've <laughs> but got a bad feeling about this. I'm sure that won't stop our enjoyment of it. You know, That's it, mate. And it's sad when you can kind of, uh, you can already predict what's going to happen. And I, I am completely with you on this. I think, unfortunately, because it's come out in this era that Lucasfilm is now owned by Disney, there will be people who, who just won't like it or uh, it's that they've ruined it because they've tweaked the gameplay and they've, and they've, they've tweaked the combat and made it so much better that it's ruined it. I've, I haven't finished KOTOR. I've played bits of it. Um, I Originally, the first time I played it, I was slightly put off by this rather boring start. It does take a while to get into it, but um, I've dipped in and out. If you can go in without knowing the major twist in it, which, you know, if you if you can, well done, then I think the game will be richer for it. And, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with with, with this because obviously it was originally developed by Bioware uh, and Obsidian and now it's going to go into Aspire, like our boy Bespin said way back when. But I'm excited. I, I'm, I am genuinely excited for this. I thought the cinematic looked great. If that's where, if that's the visuals that we're going for if anything the game is going to look fire you've got jennifer hale coming back who was the voice of bastilla in the original so they're already bringing back some of the og for this game and i think i think we we did we spoke about this on a podcast man in the summer maybe last year and i think that their best bet is to just remake the game just you know just bring it up bring it up to 2022 standards and the ps5 engine and then later to other consoles and just don't really change anything about it do you know what i mean i don't it that it, it, it's it's called yeah. a remake i think just keep yeah. it like that keep it as um consistent as you can to the original don't worry about adding it to canon would i like it to be of course i would because it means we've, we've, we we now go further back and we can start filling things in and to be honest there's not really that many contradictions in it that can't be changed that won't ruin the story tiny whether the high republic i mean the high republic hasn't really contradicted anything either you can sit the two together but if it's just a remake and it's just a standalone legends continuity fine 
I just want to see this game now in all its pomp and bombast in this in this 2022 world and now i'm considering just not yeah. playing it until it comes out for the remake because sometimes yeah. i have a habit of comparing things and i don't want to then be like oh what was everyone excited about this this game that came out in 2003 this one's where it's at no because i know there's a lot of love uh millions have played this game it's still got a decent um play account for it for it now it's so I am very excited for the game to come out to really finally dive in. Cautiously uh, wary about the um, reception for it, though. I am happy to just tune in, you know, naysayers for naysayers um, for the sake of it. So excited for it, mate. Trailer, impactful. Love the voiceover. Love the music. Love seeing our boy in the trailer. Count me in. It's... It's crazy that we're starting to see so many remakes these days. Again, I've already mentioned this IP before, but Final Fantasy VII got a remake, and yep. that was what pretty well received by a lot of people. Yes, you know, a lot, of, a lot of mainstream outlets and YouTubers, reviewers, gamers were 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 really liking this game. It was a fresh take on on what is a gaming classic. You know, yes. one of the original huge JRPGs. Um, and yeah, so hopefully it can follow in the footsteps of something like uh, Final Fantasy VII. Let's see, mate. Well, you're talking remakes. A game that was recently remade was The Last of Us from Naughty Dog. Excellent game. Last of Us 2 is getting remade by Naughty Dog. And I mentioned those two games because the final game to talk about, Star Wars Eclipse. From the studio Quantic Dream, uh, they've been in the news, but the apparently Quantic Dream... Uh, sorry, Star Wars Eclipse is inspired by The Last of Us in terms of, of its uh, in terms of its gameplay and in terms of its structures. It was a mix of story and gameplay. And as a, somebody who absolutely adores The Last of Us one and two, yes, especially the second one, that's this is new music to my ears. Now, again, let's get the let's get the hapabore out of the room. Quantic Dream have been have there have been issues around them. You know what we do on sessions we we keep our opinions on what we think out of the galaxy. We are both aware of the allegations against Quantic Dream when we have our opinions on them. However, I'm just going to talk about this cinematic because I, you know, I'm not a legal eagle. I can't, I, I've, I know what I see. I don't like what I see, but the cinematic mm. trailer that was released, I did like that an awful lot when it came out and before a lot of people got wind of what was actually happening behind the scenes. The, the vast majority of people, in fact, everybody I saw online was blown away by this trailer for Star Wars Eclipse. And I rewatched it for the purpose of this episode. It's a game which is going to be set in and around the High Republic era. It's been, uh, I say, confirmed or at least heavily rumoured to be an, an open world game, uh, which is what a lot of people have been asking for. But the cinematic alone and the music and the absolutely bonkers vibe I am, again, putting everything to the side and talking game here. I'm very excited. You know, if this game gets off the ground, I'm very excited based on the trailer. Now, the game could be awful, but the, but the trailer has done what a trailer should do, and it has hooked me in. I have no idea what's, what's happening. I don't know what's any, what any of these factions are, or that, that geezer who comes out of the black goo, like Hakkinen from Dune, but I'm I thought this was a fabulous trailer, mate, for Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited for Well am I? I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a funny one. I'm not I'm not I'm not entirely sure. 
I'm not entirely sure this game will even come out now. I'm not entirely sure. The the, mm-hmm. the trailer itself is really impressive. There is a lot of like little tiny junisms in it, like with the logo, even at the end. I, re- I remember joking with yes. you about that. That <laughs> yeah. is super similar. Um, but no, it, it, it's great to see that era being explored a lot more in star wars it makes a lot of sense makes a ton of sense um yeah it's it's cool that sort of concept yes i think we need more of we definitely need more of um but yeah i'm not i'm not you know i'm not dreaming about this game and i'm not like i'm not even assuming that it's going to come out anytime soon that's that's what i'll say about it mate lucasfilm doing their due diligence as usual <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean t- in that's terms sick. of that's interesting though because for the cinematic for the trailer i was blown away visually i think it was unbelievable uh, again it gave nothing away about story but i'm interested mm. to hear like i i obviously your opinion is one i've hold above anyone's so to hear mm. you say you know not entirely sure about this whole thing that's that's interesting well, yeah that's interesting well, yeah, it's more that there's bits of it that I think looks just very generic sci-fi, and there's mm-hmm. other bits of it that I think look absolutely outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Um, so yeah, it, I, I think I, once again, I think I need to dig a bit deeper into the game, but I haven't had the desire to. Funnily enough, I suppose, which is funny, really, because you'd think yeah, I'd be all over it, but no, I haven't really been going oh yeah can't eclipse man can't can't wait for that gonna destroy that when that nah no not right now and i think maybe that is because of external influences too right and it's very hard to to balance up and we like you said we've spoken about this and uh yeah yeah i'll leave it at that yeah we have thoughts and opinions but okay then mate of, of the games that are coming out then if you could have one right now, you're, you're ahead of Lucasfilm, and they said, "All right, mate, you can have a you can have a complete copy now. Just do though. Which one would you pick?" Oh my! Um, oh, that's hard one, mate boy. Um, probably a cheeky toss up between the first person and the strategy game, mate. If, if I'm being completely honest, it'd be the first person choice, particularly with what you've said about the story. The guy wants to tell this story. He's had this story in mind, man sign me up sounds great what about you mate i think i know what you're gonna say you, <laughs> oh, you wrote a blog yeah, about I know. yeah give me that full and order sequel mate. give me that greasy money baby smother me in that stuff um yeah full and order sequel <laughs> because i loved the game oh sorry sorry the star wars jedi follow-up i uh, must get out of the habit but yeah, that aside yeah. the obvious answer out of the way um i'm very excited and very intrigued to dive into kotor i know an awful lot about the lore and surrounding it and it's so rich and so dense that i want to get into it but now I'm, it's going to be what maybe 2024 23 earliest before it comes out can i hold off that long i'm gonna i'm probably going to but kotor would be the one i think i'm very excited to dive into the most but obviously it's the uh fallen order sequel for me mate and i think that's a great choice my man it's a great choice. Now, we always have this thing at sessions where we're like, look, we'll do this show for this week. And then usually something comes along and we're like, we can add that into the show. Once again, it happens. You know, it's like the force is helping us itself, mate, boy. A few days ago, oh. new footage, yep, new oh. footage was released of the cancelled 1313 star wars video game uh it was uploaded to youtube and we saw some footage of our boy boba 
Fett doing some really crazy stuff in what looks like, well, no, we know, it's Coruscant, the underworld of Coruscant. Yep. Dude, I love the look of this. It did give me Uncharted vibes. And yes. in turn, I thought, oh, hang on, this is a bit Fallen Order, which mm-hmm. I thought no, was yeah. funny. I was like, oh, isn't that funny? You know, it feels a little bit Fallen Order at times. Um, yeah, it Danaf looked great. That scene where Boba Fett just walks into like a, a neon lit bar like club or something, yeah. On Coruscant. I was like, Oh my word, look at that prequel goodness. Look and at that prequel taste. That's what we've been asking for, isn't it, mate? That that the Coruscant underworld or the, the cities and the grungy cityscapes and the neon clad bars and cantinas, you know, something a bit different from sand. But yeah, yeah man, it's thirteen thirty the fabled thirteen thirteen. Uh, yeah, obviously the the footage clearly obviously wasn't complete as the game was never was but mm. hey man it is interesting playing as boba going through the underworld so the cityscapes and the uh, underworld that we saw looked looked intriguing mate it, it kind of does make you wonder what if you know are we going to get a form of that one day and i guess you could just say well yeah, we get, we're getting it in tv or but i think there's um i think they've taken inspiration from the game in, mm. into mando and into boba fett already from certain elements especially if you've seen the last episode of the book of boba fett you'll not you yes. how it opens you'll understand that one but um yeah i thought it looked good mate i thought it looked good it's kind of yeah like it's one of the big what ifs in star wars you know what if this hadn't been cancelled same as the the, the the tv series that we were going to get which is just far too expensive it's one of the great star wars what ifs if, if disney hadn't have bought lucasfilm what would the franchise look like now would we have ever gotten these things so mm. You know, it's one of those. So I'm happy with what we've got so far, but I'm not going to lie that this Boba Fett underworld bounty hunter game would have been pretty cool, mate. Come on. Come it, on. It, oh, man, I can't even lie. It looked really exciting. It looked really exciting. And I hope one of these projects will be kind of similar to that. There's also, isn't there somewhere along the lines uh, or somewhere out there, a open world Star Wars game that Ubisoft are working Ubisoft, on? Ubisoft, yes. Yeah, and they, and there is there is rumor that 1313 and this open world Ubisoft game is similar. Um, it's, some people are even saying it's a Mandalorian game. It's a Mandalorian-themed video game. Story-driven, open world. It's Ubisoft. uh, It's an active production. Uh, Mm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft Massive, whichever you want to call it. Ubisoft Massive are developing the game, but it's story-driven, open world. And that was confirmed probably a couple of weeks ago now, actually. The the real confirmation came out. And I'd actually kind of... There's so many coming out recently that... It's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. People want an open world Star Wars game. Yes, People have been they do. asking for this. A Star Wars Eclipse is is hinting at being one of that. Ubisoft have come out and said, yeah, it is. So, you know, we're getting one. What a time to be a Star Wars fan and a video game fan. What I would say, though, lads and ladies, is probably best you get the next gen consoles because these games ain't going to be on for last generation. Yeah, and hopefully... Um most of these, and I, you know, I'll carefully say most of these, will see uh, <laughs> the light of day. And maybe for some people, hopefully one or two might not. <laughs> oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, say, I'll yeah. say that and I think, yep, fair play. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> is that <laughs> we? Is that manoeuvred well enough? I, I think know. you flex that one, my friend. So uh, right, let's, let's go and have a gaming sesh. 
Hi, this is Jamie Stangroon. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. When I have a gaming session, I like to have a little tipple, and as fate would have it, we have pulled the Essex Falcon up outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina, in all its glory. The only question that remains, Luke, is, shall we? Ah, let's do it. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation, can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yeah, boy, each week for those new and old to the show, we sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy and we have a few Kef beers whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week, we asked for the games that you were most anticipating in the coming months and years based on all of the recent announcements. Yes, and we got some sweet replies from all of you sickheads on social media. We're starting here with Igor Boryevich, who says, Cannot wait for the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yes, Igor. Uh, Johnny Olif, our boy, said the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga game, finally coming out in April. I have the deluxe version pre-ordered. Ooh, what a bad boy. Johnny goes on to say, other than that, there's a lot we don't really know much about. I'm excited for the follow-up to Fallen Order, of course, oh. and the KOTOR remake, as I've never played it. Interesting stuff. Uh, and Journal of the Wheels said, Jedi Fallen Order sequel, no contest, and Eclipse. If the KOTOR remake swaps the RPG combat and chit-chat for something more dynamic, then that'll get me excited too. Though I'll buy and play all the games anyway, because Star Wars. Wow, we got some spicy opinions there, Matty boy. That's it. I'm just really listening to Journals of the Wills there. I just felt a great disturbance of the Force, as if a thousand million KOTOR players cried out in disdain at hearing that. But Mm. no, mate, change nothing is perfect let's change a few things up bring it up to modern times Re- i mean even more we, special we got to remember there's a lot of people growing up that didn't have an xbox and, yep. or a pc or to play PC. games on and in turn did not play kotor there is a lot of people um which is why i think it's crazy that this is being branded as a ps5 exclusive even though it's originally the, uh, a box game so crazy they're, they're just murking us now so yeah one of the most they beloved are. games of all time but there's always a new fan base out there. So uh, moving on, the Queen Jin Erso said, uh, KOTOR will be so, so awesome, I have no doubt. Fallen Order 2, but for sheer delays and just the fun of it, even though it's not future future, as it's not too long to wait, I'm so excited for the Lego Complete Saga laughing emoji. Uh, Twin Suns Collecting mm. said, got to be the KOTOR remake for me. Intrigued by the new gameplay they've hinted at keep trying to tell myself not to get too excited for other future ones after what happened with battlefront 3 13 13 darth maul and the amy henning game yeah uh, will only allow myself to get excited when i see the disc on shelf in game and brother bly james sir cabbage also said kotor remake for me so uh that kotor remake is getting the most love and from all of the other comments that we got thank you everyone for dropping those on our socials kotor was by far and away the one that majority of people 
Wanted. Fallen Order yeah. 2 as, as well. Sorry, Jedi. For, just Star Wars Jedi sequel as well. But KOTOR was the one, mate. So um, I'm with you there. The more people get excited, the, you know, twi- was it twice to pry double the fall kind of comes to, pl- comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of love out there for it, mate. There's a lot of love. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Hopefully we're living in yet another golden age of Star Wars games games yeah boy so if we didn't get to your comment or voice message this week please do continue sending us in to us here at star wars sessions and we'll do everything we can to feature you on a future edition of the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast Yes, that's right. It's the spiciest part of the Budabo Bantuna, and it's the Patreon question section. Uh, to start us off is a cheeky one. Matty Boy, are you ready for this week's filth? Ready and steady. First question is from our boy, the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield, is asking. It's, it's, it's a bit of an abstract one, Matty Boy, so, so get ready for this. Okay, okay. Is Attack of the Clones more Star Wars than Star Wars go <laughs> right well so as it happens I reached out to Luke Summerfield just to confirm the wording of his message and I yeah. also and also threw you under the bus and I, I don't think Luke would understand this you see I want to make it clear for him <laughs> so he, yeah. what, what Lukey boy meant is he said right because I actually I, just wanted to, I wanted to make sure actually that he did say he's attacking because more Star Wars than Star Wars I want to make sure I've got that right However, what Lukey Boy means is, he says, basically, there's so much next-level, pivotal Star Wars moments in clones. There's more creatures, lore, clones, fets, Anakin dark moments, Corsican outlander club, epic duels, love. I'm basically asking, is it more Star Wars than A New Hope? So, um, in, in short, yeah, for me it is, because it obviously it had... Um, what, 25 years? I don't know, maybe my, my maths is off there, but of time to build upon the inspiration of its own predecessor but i think it is i look i've banged the drum for clones for a long time do i think it's perfect absolutely not but i've said that certainly the ending is the most pivotal in any star wars film because it's the moment that clinches anakin's removal from the jedi and uh, and his real kind of descent towards the dark side getting married isn't a dark side move but he is betraying the jedi completely in that moment he's signing everything I've mentioned it on many shows, but like Lukey Boy Summerfield has said, you know, do, do, do the amount of stuff that is in Attack of the Clones is mind-boggling. No wonder it was the longest Star Wars film for the longest time, but it has got a bit of everything. Like he said, those bonkers creatures that are in every Star Wars film. It's packed with lore. Just look at the Kalkamino, the clones, um, Dexter Jetster, the clones themselves, you know, oh, they fought in the, they fought in the Clone Wars. Now we're fine seeing the clones, the start of the Clone Wars, but we, we've known Boba Fett from when he did nothing in the OT. Now we get to see his dad who does stuff. Great. We see Anakin slide toward the dark side. You know, he, he massacred the Tuscans and not just the men, but the women and children too. Uh, yeah. The jewels, yeah. the love, I think, you know, in, does it feel more Star Warsy in terms of what I would imagine it to be? Or what? Or everything is it like a culmination of what came before? Yeah, I think it is. Is it better than A New Hope? No, I don't think it is. But I think there's so much mm. packed into it, which only builds off what came before, and that includes Phantom Menace. 
that yes I do think there is more Star Wars to be Star Wars in Attack of the Clones compared to Star Wars A New Hope uh, but I've been saying Attack of the Clones is very is a very important film for the longest time of course they all are but there's so much that happens in clones that gets overlooked because some of the CG is a bit naff or some of the acting's a bit wooden and whatever but there's a lot of st- good stuff in clones and a lot of it is pivotal and a lot of it feels Star Wars as well maybe, maybe it didn't at the time but you know with when, when it's marinated and, and we now we kind of in, understand Star Wars even more because time's passing I think it is mate but what about you no. sir yeah I think um, I think Star Wars Attack of the Clones is one of the more weird Star Wars films in a good way in a good way uh, like you say mate boy I think it's a bit messy Sometimes I even think a lot of the storytelling is pretty messy um, and doesn't always have the greatest execution. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, where oh. is it? Sorry, yeah, yeah, oh, go this on. This is animated. I'm building anticipation. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yes. So I had, a, I had one hand on a mug, one hand on the mouse. I was like, oh, which one do I drop? You're already, you, you're, you're already ready for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, mate. Um, I think <laughs> there's tons, there's tons of crazy stuff that happens. Obviously, the film kind of starts off in, in a r- really odd, doesn't it? Like there's yes. explosions, and then there's awkward lift scenes, and Obi Wan is a she. Uh, uh, yeah, there's that, and then there's the, of course, Obi Wan sees a droid outside a window and jumps through glass to to catch said droid. There's a lot of crazy stuff that does <laughs> it. Telling that Anakin to, to not do anything rash, he jumps out of a window. Yeah. Yeah, so this is all uh, within what, like the f- first fifteen minutes of the film, and you're like, right, okay, so this is this is where we're going. I think the sound design of Attack of the Clones. Now we're talking. Like, oh man! And this was really highlighted for us, I think, in Bad Batch, wasn't it? We were like, man, yeah, it's like they just took the soundboard of Attack of the Clones and just applied it to bad batch and <laughs> now looking back at a lot of star wars content you realize just how much comes from attack of the clones so i think from a creature perspective from expanding the lore the universe the flavor even coruscant we see way more of coruscant yeah. in, in this episode i love when they go to the sports bar they go into more of that that gritty coruscant as we mentioned earlier with the 1313 game I think it's so interesting and a lot of people crave and love that Lukey boy. So in some ways I'm going to say Attack of the Clones is more Star Wars than Star Wars, but in other ways, no, I don't think it is. So I hope that that's a proper like politician's answer there. Isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah. I, all I know is that it, by the looks of things, we're going to be doing Attack of the Clones watch along on the Patreon soon. You would see some of that. I'm at that awkward stage where I'm like, I really fancy watching Attack Attack of the Clones now, but do I now just save it for the watch along? I don't know. I don't know. It was the same for our commentaries, mate, because for the longest time, we both wanted to watch Revenge of the Sith, but we're like, we had to keep reminding each other that we were going to watch it, you know, soon for the commentary, which we've now done last year. Yeah. Uh, so and it's I know what you mean because I do like going back to watch Clones, and I, I fancy watching it now as well. I'm right into the idea, but. I want to save it so I don't regurgitate the thoughts I talk to myself when we speak, when we have the watch along, whenever that may be. So um, it's a good question, though, Lukey. But I think, yeah, from a certain point of view, yeah, it is, of course. But of course, A New yeah. Hope, you know, that is, the, that is the blueprint, that is a touchstone that 
everything built upon let's look at Mando and Boba everything stems from that but that's it and from a certain point of view uh, yeah I think it is mate but that was an interesting one mate good one good job good question mate thank you very much and now we have another one from the man who puts the king in Woking Alex Jessup he actually sent us this voice message mate so let's have a little listen Oi, oi, Savaloys. So I'll cut to the taste for my uh, Patreon question. So you've been left in charge to assist the watch over uh, Lucasfilm and Skywalker Ranch while uh, they've all gone for their annual party. Now, you shouldn't really, but you get to have a little snoop around. My question is, where are you going to first? Are you going to go to the archives and see all the uh, archive props and scripts and everything? Are you going to go to the uh, departments that have got, you know, all the um, brand new uh, stuff that they're working on? Um, for me, I'd love to go to uh, find uh, Doug Chang's desk and go look at all his artwork. Anyway, uh, can't wait to hear your reply and hear from you soon. Nice one, Jessup. So, Luke, we've been basically let loose in Lucasfilm because they've all gone for a jolly up and we just, we've got free reign. So where would you go in Lucasfilm if you had the chance? straight to where the films are i'm not even gonna lie i'm not gonna try and come up i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come up with some like oh yeah i'm gonna go see the art no no well maybe the art because that might give us some idea of the no i'm going straight to the film archives wherever that wherever that is in the building or whatever i want to know what film's coming out what is tyker's film <laughs> what on earth is going on there where are they keeping what? ryan what was Kevin Feige doing? Yeah, what was the Ryan Johnson stuff? What were the What were the Game of Thrones guys doing? Like, oh, I mm-hmm. want to know all of that, and I want to know it asap. That is what I would be doing, and that would be that would be top priority. Just to have a rough idea what what's going to be the next film. What is going to be the next Star Wars film we see at a cinema? That is exactly what I would want to know, Alex. It kind of reminds me of that film, Fanboys, which is a fantastic (laughs) film. It's really good. I've got it on Blu-ray, and it is outstanding. (laughs) And I I mean to watch that soon. So, mate, I'm... Yeah, that's what that's kind of what it would remind me of. But I'd be straight there, mate. Films. What about you, mate? Bo? What are you saying? That's a good show, actually, mate. My one would be I would go to the props archive. I want to see. Oh, I want to go to see all the props. The, you know, because we know they, we know they're there. So old old Sansweet hasn't got his hands in all of them just yet. But the the uh, where the old original props are for the for the classic trilogy for the prequels and the sequels because I just imagine being even if you're a supervised it would be an absolute trip just to see these you know iconic uh, things in front of you but you know being unsupervised and not being able to pick up one of the lightsabers being able to hold the mould of Yoda or the Wookiee fur that was used in uh, A New Hope or something or you know, one of the blasters from the prequels I mean just imagine just seeing this trove of the, these, this iconography which we've grown to love and adore and cherish and that means the world to everyone and to someone that's just a Monday that's just a job you know that they, they work around that but I would go straight to the props archive props department and I'll just be and I will just be reveling in the history around me so uh, especially if you're going to the film archive department because then we can meet up for a couple of kef beers afterwards and we can, well, that's we can discuss oh obviously we take a few pictures that we're not supposed to but we take some pictures of the films and the archives uh, but make I, the correlations exactly this is this is for that yeah man I, i'd go straight to the props department and just i just want to be around, around like tangible physical history you'd go to the props department and see like a wookie there and just hug it 
fall asleep in its arms. <laughs> yeah, I would, and then I'd get arrested when they came yeah. in. And like, you're not meant to be here. Uh, arrest him or something. They'd yeah, take I you like right it. out, wouldn't they? But, um, yeah, they would. Good one, though, Jesse. Good one. But, and uh, <laughs> your General Kenobi. But for everybody out there, let us know: Is Attack of the Clones more Star Wars than Star Wars? And if, if you're in Lucasfilm with Skywalker Ranch and you get to have a snoop around, where would you go as well? So, Luke, Alex, thank you so much for your Patreon questions, which rounds out the fabulous um, festival of filth that we indulged in, which was called January in Patreon land. Thank you so much for that. We're coming into February, so we're going to have a whole new batch of Patreon questions coming up. So looking forward to that. And don't forget to get your 150 episode questions and you can have a question answered as well. However, bartender... Sorry about the mess, but you know we're going to be back again this time next week for another stint in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Goom! Yes! Uh, as as we say, if you're new to the show, firstly, thank you for jumping on board with the sessions and for making it this far into the episode. We always end with a Star Wars-themed game, and we alternate uh, who's going to host it. And this week, it's come round to me to host. So, Lukey boy, do you want to know what you're playing, mate? Oi, oi, yes, let's do it. Come on, do it. Do it, right. Uh, well, this week, I haven't actually come up with a game, so uh, that's going to be interesting, because... Our oh. listener, Stuart Howes, a.k.a. Sticky Pop, came up with this game. He emailed us about this, and he said, I've got a game for you guys. What? Uh, and I'm going to explain it to you in a second. And what I will say, Stuart, this is a fantastically creative idea. I really like this game. However, you sent me 10 examples. For time constraints, I'm going to use two, and I'm going to come back another week and use another three or four of them, because I think this is going to blow... I think this is going to send Luke a bit mad, possibly. However, okay. Stuart Howes, our listener, because we always say, by all means, guys, give us ideas for games you want us to hear us play, and we'll do it. Stuart Howes did that. He sent in 10 audio clips, 20 seconds long, not very long at all. Five of them were two Star Wars themes played concurrently, played over the top of one another. So you have to get, you have to give me the name of the two songs. So I'm going to play you one of those. So one of the tracks I'm going to play, the first one, is two classic Star Wars themes. You have to identify both of them, and they're playing at the same time. Oh, my days. Okay. The second one, the second audio clip, is a classic Star Wars theme reversed, played backwards. And you have to oh, identify what that is backwards. Now, Stuart sent ten of these, five of each um, clip, and I would dearly love to go through all of them, but... It may blow Lukey's mind. So, Luke, so it's, um, Stuart, mate, don't worry. I will get, I'm going to get Luke again with the rest of these in a couple of weeks' time. So, Luke, do you want to hear what the first track is? So, this track is two Star Wars themes mixed together, played over the top of each other, and you have to tell me what each one is. 20 seconds. Oh, mate. Yeah, let's, let's smash this. Come on. Right. It's going to be go. hard, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay, right. go. Go. In the light, close your eyes. Here we go. The first one. Two, two tracks identify both. Here we go. Okay. 
Okay, it's the medal ceremony. Uh, do you know the actual title? Mm, I will uh, give you this, but just for just for pedantic sake, Chewie uh, doesn't get a medal. <laughs> that's exactly what that's is it called? Yes, yeah, throne room and finale. It's called throne, throne room. Yeah, I was going to say throne room. Yeah, so medal ceremony that works for me. So that's yeah, one and, out of two. And can I hear it again? Can I hear it one more time? Because I think you, I've. Of course you can. I think man, I've got so, yeah, right, tune on. out the throne room. Here we go. is that the asteroid field yes it is mate yes keen listeners would have heard that on last week's episode it's the asteroid field from the empire strikes back so lukey boys fair dues my friend the throne room is one of my favorite themes in all of star wars Yes, I adore the throne room. Oh, oh this man. is fun. I wish I had to- fun. I've got more to do, but I wish I put more on the soundboard now. Okay, well this one is a is a song which is being played backwards. So you okay. ready to try and get your so you've got to try and reverse this in your bonds now, Are you ready? Yeah, let's do right. it. Come on. So this is Come backwards, on. so here we go. Yeah. Go on. Okay. I'm telling you, I'd have no idea what this is. Is that like Vader's theme? Um, Let's have a look at the answers. Uh, Is that your final answer? Mm. Do you want to hear it again? 20 seconds? Yeah, go on. I won't hear it. I won't listen to all of it. But yeah, one more time. I know what this, I know what it is now and I have no idea what it is. So here we go. You've never, you've never heard of it? I have, but man, here we go. (laughs) Just all right. Okay. Okay. my days that's difficult what in my head i thought i was about to say what i thought the answer was and it's not even that because i know the answer what a great idea this is Stuart. yeah this is difficult okay i'm gonna go for i'm really struggling with this one i'm gonna go for a new home Ooh, from the rise of skywalker yeah that's a bell i don't think it is that uh, well, I can confirm that that is not the correct answer. However, that's a valiant effort, my friend. Uh, yep. Do you want to know what it is? Of course you do. Yes, of course. Yeah. Somehow that was Boba Fett's theme. Oh, no. Uh, at the end, it kind of went. Da, 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 and I was like, oh, it's Anakin's theme. I was like, oh, but I've got yeah. the answer and I know it's not Anakin's theme. 
Yeah, that's why I said Vader initially. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's there a bit of Vader. But then I was like, no, it can't be that because it sounds similar to that. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. That what a cool concept. That's a great. Um, Stuart, mate, I am going to um, unload the rest on Lukey Boy in the, over the next few weeks. I think this is, this is a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, we got that, it. To be fair, though, mate, you smashed that first g- g- um, effort with Asteroid Field in the throne room. So, and. You know, not not to doubt your abilities, but I, I I listened to it. and I was like, man, that's quite tough. But you know, you waste it. Uh, there we go, mate. There we go. I I love me some Star War. I'm not the most knowledgeable fan, but you know, I, <laughs> I got it where it counts. <laughs> Never underestimate a droid. So uh, there we go. Lukey Boy has smashed the game from Stuart Housen. Again, if anybody out there has any games which you think you'd like to hear us play, or you think we could have a good go at let us know drop us an email drop us a dm we'd love to hear your ideas for games so luke well done on that that's a fabulous way to end the show but i am going to have to give the bad news uh, that is that for this episode of star wars sessions episode 147 but the fun doesn't end there no one's ever really gone where can the world find us master bloke walker they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Drop us a voice note. We love a voice note, don't we? We, or do. A ch- we do. Or a cheeky message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Don't forget about that Patreon too, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we're on we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you will find us there. And if you do love our show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which does now include Spotify. Thank you, everyone, for pushing us over 100 ratings on Spotify. That is unreal. Thank you so much. But please, don't stop. Keep going. Five Stars does help the show grow. It introduces new listeners. And it's another way to hear from each and every one of you each week. So, thank you, guys. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Tell your mates. Tell your cat. Tell the guy who comes out of goo in the Eclipse trailer. I'm only joking. <laughs> tell your Ewok. Tell your cousin. The more the merrier. The castle spicy. Yes, tell Cal Kestis that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Ian Gerso. <laughs> we love it. Who loves it? We do. Yeah. They are Essex based podcast heroes. Club.